devil in the detail. <laughs> Hello and welcome to this week's pop-up podcast from the devil in the detail. I'm Rob Parkson and joining me on the show this week is Matt Chris from Salford City Radio Sports Zone. On this week's show, we've got the big game. The big game this week is Salford University's varsity match with Manchester University at the AJ Bell Stadium on Monday the 25th of April and we're talking all about it on this podcast. Joining us on the show is Salford University's coach Mark Williams who will talk us all through Salford's preparation for the game. Also on the show we've got Salford players talking about their varsity experiences and Paul Whiteside will do a little cameo at the end with all the fixtures and results for our amateur sides. Varsity game on Monday down at the AJ Bell Stadium. Huge game uh, for both universities. Uh, we're joined uh, by Mark Williams, the head coach of Salford University. Right, Mark? Hi, guys. You all right? Yeah. How's the preparations going for the big game on Monday? Ah, prep's come really well. It's um, pretty much what we expected. Uh, we've had a real good focus and uh, in the past few weeks. Some of the boys have even given up Easter breaks to be with us rather than going home to see the family, so... We can't really ask for much more from the boys, and they're certainly putting the graft in. Yeah, go on. Hi, Mark. It's Mark in the studio. Um, just tell us more about the traditions of the varsity itself. I gather it's rather a big occasion. Yeah, it's one that we've certainly looked forward to from the start of the year. Um, for the past, oh, what year? Seven to nine years or so in the modern era, it's been a yearly fixture, but it's dated back um, quite a long way now. And in the modern era, with the help of um, Salford Red Devils Foundation, they've certainly helped us push it. And we sort of look at it as our Oxford-Cambridge boat race, uh, the rugby league equivalent, and certainly that's where we would like it to grow to. And it's certainly it's certainly on its way to that. We pull in a 1,000 people plus every year, and the boys uh, certainly appreciate the sort of size and the scale and, and magnitude of the event. Yeah, you've had a really good season uh, with promotion and reaching the Conference Cup final. Uh, you know, obviously playing in big games along the way. Do you think that's kind of like extra preparation for, for this big contest on Monday? It certainly helps understanding sort of the what what's required to play in these sort of tight games and I don't expect Monday to be much different. It's uh, effectively a cup final and that having played in these scenarios um, certainly hopefully gives us that extra edge You talk about there the preparations and what you've been doing so far just give us a bit of a taster of some of the things you do in training just to prepare for such a big big match like this Yeah well we have our regular um, training sessions as a team but not only that the boys go away and they, they do a lot of effort on their own um, that combined with full time studying and vast majority of them part-time jobs as well it's certainly a big effort and we've got quite a dedicated team uh, in terms of off-field with a number of coaches a number of medical staff that have certainly all been involved in rehabbing players or dealing with players fitness schedules and putting them through the paces in and out of the gym um, and then as a team we we meet regularly sort of two three times a week and get a lot of work done on the field yeah, uh, Manchester uh, won last uh, year's event, 32 points to 12. Are you looking for a revenge, getting, you know, because obviously you won the previous four. Uh, you're hoping to get back to winning ways. We're certainly certainly looking to get back to winning ways. It, it, it hurt a lot last year, and the lads that um, were involved in that, myself including from a coaching point of view, have, t- have talked about that and and how much it does hurt. Um, it's, it's a big rivalry, and it's civilised, 
but it's it's aggressive and it is a big rivalry and we're, we're certainly looking to come back with a bang. And for anyone who wants to come down and watch the game, which place should we be looking out for in the game? It's difficult to say, to be honest with you. Um, I'm not really in a position to say too much because, firstly, we can't give away too much and, secondly, we haven't picked a squad yet. It's it's that close. We've got a number of uh, players fighting for a number of positions and, as a team, we're looking very, very strong. The efforts there, the competition for places and the way in which we play. Yeah, we've got a good inclination and, and how that's going to be, but it's not fixed down just quite yet. It's time for the Devil of the Details Big Match Preview. So, joining me and Mark now is Lewis Smith from Salford University's Rugby League team. All right, Lewis? Hello, uh, Rob. How are you? Yeah, it's a big game Monday. Um, you know, are you looking forward to it? Yeah, it's our biggest game of the season. Um, anyone that's been involved in this club before and knows what this varsity fixture is will just immediately get excited when you start speaking about it. Um, you know, straight away when the squad gets together in September, it, that's when we first start looking at it really and first start preparing for it in all honesty. And we, it's something that we talk about all season and it's always there, always that last game of the season. And it's a massive rivalry and it's getting a really good history behind it now. So um, I can't wait for Monday night. Hopefully the boys will rip in and um, you know, after losing it last year as well, obviously a massive disappointment. So hopefully we can go out, get a good result on Monday night, and finish what's already been a really good season on a high. Yeah, and have you both got like much varsity experience? You know, before. Well, um, I've not played rugby league since I was about fifteen because of injuries, but um, this will be my third varsity involved as um, a committee member, sort of a bit of assistant coaching here and there as well, and organising things and just getting the event on and that kind of thing. Um, so I, I've been for a few, a fair few, whereas uh, uh, Mark's been involved in it. Yeah, for myself, Rob, I, uh, I did four years at university. I stayed on, did my master's and played in, in four varsities. Um, so I kind of understand it from the play in front. It was part of the, the dominant era that went on and won four in the role. And once I graduated after that, come on board as an assistant coach last year. Unfortunately, obviously, you know, we lost last year and... I uh, was asked back this year to take the take the helm and, and lead the boys to hopefully taking the cup back. Yeah, so obviously, Mark, you've you've been involved, you know, for quite some time. Have you seen it kind of grow and grow through the years? Like, yeah, it's definitely grown, and sort of the club's kind of grown with it, and sort of aided in its development as well. When when I first got involved with the club, I mean, we didn't even own a set of balls ourselves, and we're reliant on people to bring them. Um, so between myself and Lewis and some other committee that have been very, very prevalent in, in driving the club forward has sort of aided the size of varsity and we treat it very much like our cup final, almost like the Challenge Cup final, if you like. Yeah, obviously. Um, Go on. Varsity is one of those things for us. Um, not only is it a massive, as it grows in an event, not only is it you know, a big cherry on the cake for us as teams, but um, it's been a huge part in terms of building our stature as a club as well. So sponsorship deals and stuff that we've done like that that's been real boosters over the years a lot of them have wanted to know about varsity and that high you know high profile event with a lot of students not only involved but attending the supporters as well it's been a real boost for us yeah and obviously lewis more of a question for you with this one you know obviously Salford university and manchester university quite close to each other the cities are, are joined together really um you know has there been much banter going on between you and you and the manchester boys um Probably not as much this year as they've been in previous years. We're in different divisions this season. Um, 
which means that we don't um, we don't get to play them in the league, which means we don't get to see them in the season. We've actually this season swap at the end of this season now we'll be swapping places. We'll be going up, and it looks like they'll be coming down. So again, it looks like we're going to dodge each other next year. But um, we've got a few boys that play together at various community clubs. Um, you know, from from Salford and Manchester, so I'm sure there's been a bit of a to and fro there, and a couple of players that will know each other from Northwest Regional Representative Rugby League, and the like rival- that kind of thing. The rivalry is very, uh, very much there, Rob. Let's say it's that. Yeah, that's like it's going to be a spicy affair, and London. We're, you know, we're really, really looking forward to it. Uh, Lewis, how do you kind of mix, you know, the education part of university with, with the playing? It must be a difficult task, you know, juggling the two balls like. Um. I don't. I don't think it's difficult to be honest, Rob. Um, obviously, I mean, I, I'm in my third year now, and obviously, for for all of us involved that are still students, obviously our education takes um, our studies take priority because that's why we're here. But um, certainly for myself and you know all our boys, really, we just love rugby league, and it, it's not difficult in terms of when you care about it, you just find a way of balancing it, and you do have to make other sacrifices, perhaps in other areas to. To, you know, to keep the balls in the air, but um, it's not. It's by no means a, a difficulty or a chore. For for me personally, Rob, um, from a coaching point of view, I I really respect the lads that have got thirty five up to forty hour weeks in university, and then they go away and maybe work twenty hours part time, and still give me the le- level of commitment to turn up for training. And coming into a fixture like varsity, that steps up another gear. They're not only turning up to my sessions that I'm putting on with the coaching staff, they're turning up to the physios and, and fitness sessions that they're putting on and still going away and doing their, their own stuff. So that commitment's really kind of what, what sets those apart from other sports teams at university. Yeah, I would say the varsity is a huge, huge thing. And it seems, like you say, the Salford you know, University Rugby League Club is well up for this, for this game on Monday. Um, I mean, obviously, the, play, the playing standard is very high. Um, I've been down to a few varsity games over the years. Um, do you see this, Lewis, as like an opportunity uh, as a window for you know possibly go play full time in Super League or a National League club? You know, if you play well in this game, I think for some of our boys, it, it certainly has had um, a history of that in the past. Obviously, we've had Alex Davidson in the past, who's been involved at um, Salford Red Devils as a player. He's been at uh, North Wales. He's at time at Oldham. He's now at. Uh, playing semi-pro down in Gloucester in League One. Um, we've had Samir, who um, definitely, I think, I'm sure, I hope that he'd say that his, his time with Salford Uni Rugby League was a real boost to him. And He's been off and played professionally in Australia. He's been at Bradford Bulls. He's now at uh, Rochdale Hornets. So, you know, there's it, definitely that that window there. It's a high-profile event, and obviously Salford Red, uh, Red Devils have their people there watching it, and um, there's definitely an awareness of it, I think, on the sort of wider rugby league radar, and it has it has proved to be something in the past where players have been picked up. The other side of that, Rob, is um, it kind of rekindles some of our players' energy for the game. There's there's many boys in our team that have been through the academy ranks at different clubs at Super League level, and some in, in the past and currently have actually played one or two maybe Super League games and. To, to be involved in a game that means so much, so much exposure, it kind of rekindles that energy. But not only that, the lads that have just come to university and just started playing, or some of the lads that have just changed cold from rugby union because they fancied a change when they come to university, it kind of gives them a real experience and of that professional environment because that's where, very much where we like to set ourselves for varsity. 
Yep, I say we spoke before, Mark, about your successful season. Just kind of skim through through your season, you know, your your championship winning season and your cup final appearance. You started um, at home uh, to University of Central Lancaster and drew 16 all. Uh, but then you went to University of Chester and University of Manchester Metropolitan University and hammered them 94-4 and 82-0 respectively. You, you know, you've got a team there that, you know, given the opportunity can put some serious points on teams. Yeah, we've got a very threatening team and a very able team. If we look at the start of the, the season, um, that game against UCLan, straight away it flagged up. Um, UCLan are traditionally a very good team at this level and we knew it was going to be a tough fixture. Now, a bit of research told us that they had actually had much more of a pre-season because they were back into university than ourselves. They'd managed to fit in friendly fixtures. And unfortunately, just due to the way the academic calendar worked at Salford University, we only had two weeks as a team um, before that fixture. So to come away with that result in the first first game and, and take a draw was, was very positive. Unfortunately, we, we could have definitely won that game um, and sort of a little bit of inexperience from us as a team and playing together let that slip. But it was definitely a positive result. And as you say, we've gone on as the season's gone to, to really put some scores on some teams and have some serious threats, not only in the middle, in the, uh, in the pivots and the outside back. So we've really got the ability throughout the squad. Yeah, and then you went away, you were away to Edgehill University and won 30-20 and then went away to the University of Central Lancashire and won 30 points to 10. You know, you, you go on your travels and you're picking up uh, points along the way. That's a sign of a good side, Lewis. Yeah, for me, uh, just looking at those two results, that sort of came in the sort of um, midway point of our season. There were two really, really big results for us that kind of set the tone for, for the running, if you like. Um, Edge Hill and UCLan are traditionally really strong sides at that level. Um, they always recruit well. Um, they're always very well trained, very well drilled, and very much up for the games. Um, so to, to go to that, both of their places and come away with those two wins... Um, was when we really started to think that this season could be something special. Um, we knew going into that UCLan game that basically uh, uh, Central Lancaster away, we basically knew that that was between two teams that were going to be looking to win the league. Uh, even at that point, quite relatively kind of early on in the running, it was already billed as a potential title decider. Um, and, the, you know, the boys showed great character and commitment and obviously ability on the field as well to get through that. And that gives us a lot of confidence, I think, going into Monday because they've shown that they can step up and rise to that level and play a bit under a bit of pressure. Yeah, and then obviously you started your cup run. Uh, you went away uh, to Huddersfield uh, University and won 30 points to 24. It's a massive result uh, for you, Lewis. There. A little bit of a story behind that, though, I hear. Yeah, um, those two cups, that, that week where we had... Um, Huddersfield on the Monday night because of fixture postponements and congestion. We had to play Huddersfield on a Monday and then go to Hull on the Wednesday. Um, we don't normally make trips that big because our, our league is sort of contained to, to the kind of Lancashire area. Um, but again, you know, two really big trips there in, in the Cup against two teams you don't really know that much about because they're in a different league structure. Um, and again, you know, for the boys to play, Two games of real, really hard bash rugby league in the space of three days, and to come away from those two with two results was fantastic. And again, another moment in the season where we just realised that we really could achieve something. Yeah, and then you went at home um, and beat Lancaster University thirty-eight points to twelve. 
at that point, you must have been, you know, feeling feeling that could be your your year, uh, Lewis. You know, and the cup and in the league. How did you manage to sort of balance both the cup and the league in, in mentally, thinking that you weren't going to go, you know, for one in particular rather than the other? Yeah, um, it's not an easy thing to do. Um, to be honest with you, I, I, a lot of that comes down to. I imagine Mark would be able to give more of an insight onto that because, from his head coach perspective. A lot of what we spoke about and a lot of what he did was about balancing that and making sure that the boys were better prepared. But he's probably the one. <laughs> yeah, we spent some time looking at the schedule, Rob, and, and sort of deciding um, how, to, how to tackle that. And as you say, if you look through the fixtures, it come fairly obvious that the league was, was there for the taking. And in all honesty, um, that became our main focus just because it was so close and to slip at the last hurdle would have been silly to turn our back on that but we entered the cup and we were very positive in our approach and very much wanted to take that as far as we could and obviously we took that one game at a time as the cliche as that is and that's the way we approached it now um, with squad rotation and some of the boys stepping in and being able to rest some players um, for key games and it also aids us in developing new players so that's very much the way we managed it as a club uh, was just to rotate the squad and give people a chance and, and just manage the importance of each game one by one. Yeah, and obviously this part of the season, every game kind of becomes a cup tie because you're going for the league and going for, you know, for the cup. Um, you hammer uh, Edge Hill at home 54 points to four and that takes you to, to, the, to the cup final against Northumbria. Um, obviously Northumbria... They had the upper hand on the day. They won 22 points to eight, but it was a fantastic effort from the, from the boys. And, you know, you've got to celebrate you know, getting there and the achievement, Lewis. Yeah. Um, again, going into that cup final against a bit of an unknown quantity, uh, Northumbria, again, are a different league structure to us, so they're not a team we've played before. Um, that was a very physical, tight game of rugby league. Um, and, you know, I think both sets of boys came off that pitch knowing they'd been in the game. Um, I always, you know, when you get to a cup final, of course you always want to win it. But uh, certainly in my time at the club, and uh, probably in Marks as well, I can't remember a season where we've uh, got to a cup final and pushed, you know, pushed the league as well, and uh, obviously got on to win it. So for the boys to be able to do that, um, really, really great achievement, and um, full credit to the players. Really, their commitment was fantastic, and their efforts were fantastic, and. Um, I think it shows what can be done just by getting around each other and being really tight-knit as a team, which is what we've done. Yeah, Mark, it must uh, be a, a big moment in, in this season, obviously. Unfortunately, going down in the cup final, you having to pick the players up for this crucial game um, against Lancaster Uni to, you know, to confirm the league. It must have been a tough you know, week or so, that. Yeah, Rob, the boys were very upset um, with the performance and obviously losing the cup. But in all honesty, I wouldn't have said it was a tough week. I probably didn't have to do all that much in terms of raising the boys' hopes and spirits and, and commitment and effort levels back to that level they needed to be to go into that game to look at the league. Not, not the opportunity in front of them did that, but the boys' character and the team determination and sort of the ethos that's been built around this club over the past few years and certainly this year really led the way in that front. And just with the tight nature of the group, I think that's what really carried us forward. Yeah, and then obviously the big game, the final game, against Lancaster Uni, you came out victorious, 42 points to four, and put to bed the defeat in the cup final the week before, but what a fantastic result, top of the league, champions, 
you know, great time to celebrate, Lewis. Yeah, well, to be honest with you, you know, it's one of those that you just think that this is why you get involved in the sport and that's why you love it. Um, definitely bouncing back from the cup final made it even more of a sweet experience for us. Um, you know, to be able to be able to, for a start, to be able to play in those games is a huge experience and um, pleasure in itself for the boys. To be able to go on and win the league is obviously fantastic as well. Um, but I think the best thing about, probably that impressed me most of our boys this season was that come off the back of the cup final and it wasn't a case of sitting down and licking our wounds and feeling sorry for ourselves. The boys just got their heads switched on to win the league the next week. Um, and as soon as we won the league, it was right, celebrate that night. And then the heads were back on looking towards varsity and no one's ever looked rested on their laurels and said, oh, we're league champions, so that's fine. Everyone wants that next thing. Um, and that next thing for us is varsity. Um, and it's, I think, you know, it. maybe last season, it's probably fair to say that we didn't have a great back end of the season in terms of the league. And I think that lack of momentum probably carried through to varsity and probably didn't do us any favours on the night. Whereas hopefully this year we'll have the opposite effect. The boys are on a high. They've obviously been successful this season and have every belief in themselves that they can go on and win on Monday night. Mark, do you reckon, obviously, it might give you an edge? Because obviously you went to the Court final, you won the league. You know, you think that gives you a bit of an edge and a psychological edge? over Manchester on, on Monday? I'd like to believe so. Uh, I think we've had a very positive season and we've been involved in such big fixtures with um, potentially the banana skin at Lancaster, which was the last game of the season to win the league, the cup final, etc. I think that just gives us the experience, if you like, to understand what's required in these tough games that can potentially go either way. So hopefully that does give us a, a little edge and... and leads us to victory yeah and hopefully you know we're all going to be supporting you're all going to be down there uh, at the AJ Bell Stadium on Monday supporting your boys and hopefully you'll 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 get the result you'll win this time and, and bring the trophy back to Salford that's the plan Rob okay thanks for that boys so now what we'll do we'll pass to Paul with all our amateur rugby league in the area We start off this week's amateur roundup by having a look at Salford Red Devils under 19s, the academy under 19s. There was no game this week for for the under 19s, but they did play last week. And with there being no podcast last week, there was no report, so we've got the report now for you. So it was on Thursday, the seventh of April. Salford Red Devils 12, Wigan Warriors 48. Well beaten, the under-19s. They were trailing 16-0 at half-time. Did come back and score a couple of tries in the second half, but they lined up as follows. Corey Bennett, Elliot Kane, Ben Calland, Harry Madders, Jake Knox, John Whittaker, Aaron Moore, Tom Millington, Declan Gregory, Jack Cottington, Adam Jones, Lewis Hatton, Chris Worrell, and the subs were Liam Bent, Lewis Brown, Lawrence Akanga-Ajwang, Brad Storey and Billy Brickhill. So Hatton scoring two tries for the Red Devils and Moore kicking two goals. Wigan just a bit too strong for us and the final score was Salford Red Devils 12, Wigan Warriors 4. The Academy are in action this weekend, this coming Saturday. They are playing in the curtain raiser game to the main game between Catalan and Salford in Perpignan, and that's a 3 pm kickoff. Lots of results to get through in the amateur uh, leagues as well. We start off with the Nationals Conference League. We've got a couple of results in, in that for you. In the National Conference Premier League, Rochdale Mayfield 14, Sidall 18. In Division 2, it was Saddleworth Rangers 30, Hunslet Club Parkside 50. 
Wigan St. Jude's 24, Salford City Roosters 30. Salford City Roosters held off a late Jude's challenge to take the spoils. The Roosters looked to be cruising at 30 points to 8 going into the final quarter before the home side hit back with three tries. Tries from Bradley White and George Kemp gave the visitors a 10-0 lead, but Connor Parkinson's try saw Jude's back in it. Kemp added another, and with Bradley White landing the conversion and a penalty against the Gavin Roden try for Jude, it was 18-8 at the break. A further White penalty and a brace of tries from Tom Smith Another white goal gave the Roosters a 22-point lead. The home side then hit back as Paul Pendlebury, Barry Rothwell and Parkinson all scored tries, but they just fell short. So the Roosters' tries came from White, two for Kemp, one for Smith and five goals from White. Roosters' man of the match was Mark Thomas. So a good win away from home there for Salford, uh, Salford City Roosters against the Wigan St. Jude side that's sort of in the middle of the table. So after five matches, the Roosters have played 5-1-2, lost three, so they're doing uh, doing okay at the moment. In Division 3, Oldham St. Anne's 40, Gateshead Storm 22, and it was Waterhead 12, Crossfields 28. And the fixtures for this Saturday, which will be Saturday the 23rd of April, uh, Hull Dockers versus Rochdale Mayfield, Dewsbury Celtic versus Salford City Roosters. That's in Division Two, and in Division Three, Oldham St Anne's against Castleford Panthers and Waterhead Warriors against Eastmoor Dragons. There was plenty of action on Saturday, the 16th of April, in the North West Men's Leagues. It was Cup Weekend this week, and it was the National, sorry, the North West Men's League Trophy Round One. And the results in that were Manchester Rangers 40, Burtonwood Bridge 10. Halton Farmworth Hornets 36, Oldham St Anne's 30 and Berry Broncos 39, Crossfields A24. So Berry Broncos and Manchester Rangers both safely through to the North West Men's League Trophy second round. So in the North West Men's League Shield first round, Bolton Mets 12, Caddyshead Rhinos A28, Little Hult and Red 6, Eccleston Lions 22, Oral St James A66, Berry Broncos A6, Manchester Rangers game against Liverpool Lions was postponed. Clockface Miners A32, West Horton Lions 8, Ashton Bears A30, Garswood Stags 18, Rochdale Cobras 24, Salford City Roosters A0, and Runcorn 54, Chester Gladiators A22. So the fixtures for this coming Saturday, which will be the 23rd of April, are as follows. It's back to the league action. In Division 1, in the North West Men's League, it's Oral St James against Folly Lane. In Division 2, it's Blackpool Scorpions against Rochdale Mayfield A. Holton Farmworth Hornets versus Oldham St Anne's A. Leyland Warriors versus Berry Broncos. Witness Tigers versus Manchester Rangers. In Division 4, it's Berry Broncos A against Caddyshead Rhinos. Little Holton Reds against West Horton Lions. Manchester Rangers A against Garswood Stags. And Rochdale Cobras against Bolton Mets. In Division 5, it's Caddyshead Rhinos A against Leyland Warriors A. And Salford City Roosters A against Clockface Miners A. And in the Merit League, the Mancunians play Blackpool Stanley. And just before we forget, I'm sure Rob will tell us it later on in the podcast, it's the Challenge Cup. A six-round draw will take place on Thursday morning at half past eight, and that will be broadcast live on BBC Radio Four. Bit of a strange place to to have it, but yeah, it's on BBC Radio Four. And if you're struggling to find BBC Radio Four, you can get it on FM between ninety-two and ninety-five. It's quite a big, big frequency radio station. So we're looking forward to that on Thursday morning, half past eight, Challenge Cup draw. Hopefully, we'll get a we'll get a home draw in the last sixteen of the Challenge Cup. Exciting times. Thanks, Paul. It's also exciting times for two of our local sides as Manchester Canal Siders and Manchester Rangers have agreed a partnership. Both clubs are working closer together but have links previously with the founder of Manchester Rangers, Phil Fitton. 
playing a huge part in setting up the Manchester Canal side is back in April 2013 when he worked for the RFL as a rugby league development officer. This means that there are three men's open age rugby league clubs within three miles of the city centre of Manchester after it was agreed the Canal siders would move back to their spiritual home in Bellevue. This is great news for both clubs and exciting times for rugby league in Manchester and the surrounding areas. Cool. Thanks for coming on to this week's podcast. Boys, it's been, a, it's been a pleasure. So, Mark... You know, people out there wanting to know all about the uh, varsity game on Monday. You know, what what situation of tickets? How do we get the tickets for the big game? Tickets are available from anyone at the club. If you get in contact through Facebook or Twitter, we're all Salford Junior RL. If you get in contact with someone, someone will give you a response and point you in the right direction. Tickets are definitely available on the door. So get yourselves down, get your colours on and get behind Salford. Cool. So this was uh, the Devil in the Detail pop-up podcast. Looking forward to Salford University, Manchester University, varsity match on Monday at the AJ Bell Stadium. Tickets are £5. Get yourselves down there uh, and support you know, the rugby league in, in our area. So thanks for tuning in to this week's Devil in the Detail podcast. I've been Rob Parkinson. You can find us on Facebook, Devil in the Detail SRD. You can find us on Twitter at DITD SRD. And you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes and RLInternetRadio.com. So thanks for listening and we'll see you next week.